0: There is one female figure that stands out when looking at demonology. One that transcends across numerous centuries. And that is Lilith. She is known by many names, Queen of Hell. Mother of demons, killer of pregnant women and infants, goddess of the night, seducer of men, and Adam's first wife. Throughout history, she has evolved from being Adam's first wife, to demon, to being a powerful figure for the feminist movement. She is an archetype, and as quoted by Sylvie Bashford from her book, You Are a Goddess, Lilith is a dark and deep interior force of the cosmic feminine. She is greatly misunderstood. But let's go back to how she became known as the first wife of Adam There exist two versions of how man was created. One version is the story of Adam and Eve. How Adam was created from clay and later Eve was created from Adam's rib. In the other version, it states that man and woman were created on the same day from the same clay. And those first humans were Adam and Lilith. It is here where we can see the hermetic principle of gender, the masculine and feminine energies, where both of them have something to offer. Neither one is greater or lesser than each other. Lilith was Adam's equal, as opposed to Eve, who was created afterwards from Adam's rib. There are two accounts in the book of Genesis where it speaks about the creation of man. In chapter 1, verse 27, it states that God created man in his own image, male and female, he created them, implying they were created simultaneously. But in chapter 2, Verse 21, it states, So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep, and while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and made a woman and brought her to the man. Implying a second woman was created, but this time from Adam's rib, making her subservient to him. According to Hebrew belief, Adam and Lilith did not get along and were not sexually compatible. Lilith just wanted to be treated as equal. During sexual intercourse, Lilith wanted to assume the top position, but Adam would not let her because he saw himself superior to her. It is said she then spoke the sacred name of God which should never be spoken, and left the garden of her own, for you will. She went into exile and settled near the Red Sea. Just a quick little side note here, this is also another reason why she's associated with sirens. You guys might remember that episode, Mermaids, Sirens, and Water Spirits, from the first season. If not, you guys should check it out. But anyway, Lilith went into exile somewhere near the Red Sea. Adam then tried to tell God and explained what had just happened. Apparently God becomes so upset that he sends 3 angels to hunt her down and bring her back against her own will if need be. The names of those 3 angels were Zanoy, Zanzanoy, and Zamangalof. The angels tried to convince her to come back, but she declined. And now because she left the garden, and because she refused to be subservient to Adam, and because she rejected God, she was then considered a woman-shaped demon. And in her demon form, she now has the power to instigate disease in newborn children. She preys on men, infants, and children and pregnant women and causes miscarriages as well as stillbirth. When the angels attempted to convince her to come back to the Garden of Eden, she then assumed her role as a killer of children and men and negotiated her own terms. She promised she would not harm any child or man who wore and were protected by an amulet that had the name of those three angels. What were the names of those three angels? Should have paid attention. Now you'll have to go back and listen. And in order to get the angels to leave her alone, she also promised to let 100 of her offspring die each day. When Lilith first left the garden, Adam became lonely, and it was then that God created Eve. In some versions, Lilith became jealous of the happy life that Adam and Eve had, and as an act of revenge, she took the shape of a serpent and was the one who tempted Eve with the forbidden fruit. Lilith is often associated with serpents. And as we now know, serpents can symbolize wisdom, regeneration, transformation, sexual energy, and life force. And Lilith awakened Eve to knowledge. Lilith is also associated with owls and at times depicted as having wings and feet of a bird with great big talons. The name Lilith is said to derive from the Sumerian word Lilitu, which were a class of wind and storm demons. And remember, demons, in the original sense, do not equal to evil spirits. They're actually just divine beings. There are no negative connotations, they're neutral. And she is also strongly connected to the Sumerian goddess Inanna, who is a goddess of love, sex, and war. As far as modern appearances go, Lilith is usually presented a little dark. And that's because there is power in darkness, but she's usually depicted as a beautiful woman with fair skin, dark hair, and the colors that correspond with her are black and red red more often than black. So in the color spectrum, red has the lowest frequency, the lowest vibration. Red is also associated with the root chakra. And what does the root chakra correspond with? Well, to begin with, it lies at the base of your spine. It deals with grounding, survival, sexual energy, And stability. The color red is also used to symbolize love, passion, and action. It's all interconnected. And because Lilith is such a powerful and strong female figure, one who stood her ground and stood up for herself to the point where she was demonized and had her story almost completely erased from Biblical texts. That is why she is embraced by the feminist movement and regarded as the first feminist. And when we talk about Lilith in her darker form, in her demon form, she's also associated with sleep paralysis and succubi. And whenever children get sick, or they get lost, or they die. She is usually the one people blame. But there are many versions of her, and there is much that she can help us learn about ourselves, especially if you're going to do shadow work. For example, it's okay to be assertive and to apologize less. Don't apologize just because it makes someone else feel more comfortable. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm all about acknowledging my own mistakes, but if you've done nothing wrong, then you have nothing to apologize for. Lilith is also in astrology, in our natal chart. Wherever Lilith is in your natal chart is where you may have felt ashamed, shame, ridiculed, or simply just deeply misunderstood. If you're into astrology, and you haven't already done so, I would suggest definitely looking this up. It's rather fascinating. But that is why many practitioners today choose to connect with Lilith. There is much that we can learn from this figure. But what aspect of Lilith do you find most interesting? Reach out to me and let me know. You can email me at lauralavender.mb at gmail.com or you can add me on Instagram at lauralavender.mb. And if it's easier for you, you can also just leave me a voice message on there. And of course, that also includes if you have anything that you want to share or anything that you want to add, or if you have any feedback, then I'd really appreciate that. Also, don't forget to check out our website at www.mysteriesbeyond.com. And as always, thank you so much for listening to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender, and I'll see you guys next episode.